We talk more about the second overall pick. We've been an advocate for Scoot Henderson, but what if the Hornets did select Brandon Miller? Would we still be excited? That and more trade talk today on the Locked On Hornets podcast. We're Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. We're free. We're available anywhere you get your pods. That does include YouTube. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. You can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's see the nickname. Yep. David, you came up with this one. Yeah, this Shoot, David, that's, not me. that's an original. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I've been, that one's, I've been that playing with them on my Twitter profile. This one's the current uh, leader. So, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, that works, Doug. That works. Oh, it, it's fantastic. David Walker, contributor, frequent contributor here. Find him on Twitter at David B. Walker. Shoot Henderson also. It's fantastic. And that is S-H-O-E shoot henderson yeah, by the way just it's not everybody. the best to be honest with you it's just tricky but it works if you read it i think if it's a visual it's a visual well people watching youtube can see it so you have Perfect. to go to youtube and watch to get to the uh get the joke that's doug branson find his work on his Substack, every hornets catch me on wfnz every weekday from 12 to 3 and by the way another reason you should go to youtube is because people are flocking over here thank you to everyone Four thousand subscribers the first oh, show we will yeah. have done yeah at the four thousand subscriber mark now i know we were doing the whole grandmama dress tease for you doug is there still that on the horizon maybe at five thousand can we get you in a grandmama dress at some point i think that's doable yeah at five thousand i think we can get there by draft time i mean it's crazy i mean look at look at this beautiful number four (laughs) thousand oh my gosh four thousand and five no less and i want to actually wanted to let me read let me uh re trigger this okay because here's the chart now what happened what oh, happened to get us from like 3.8 to 4 what happened oh yeah oh, that, something happened that number um, two we, pick well, yeah everybody's yeah. excited to trade the number two pick that's what it is they want to see demar Derozan and oh, zach not. levine here they're all excited oh god look at it falling oh god <laughs> no no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding they're gonna draft scoot i'm kidding all right all right we saved it we're back at 4005 we'll get to some more of that conversation a little bit later on in the show but here we are talking about scoot henderson right We've got a whole panel here on this podcast right now that is so Team Scoot, it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it on WFNZ, I felt a little bad because I just kept I just kept talking so much about Scoot to the point where if they did literally anything else, it was going to be a massive mistake and it was going to be the worst move that the Charlotte Hornets have ever made. When in reality, that's not how I should be talking about it. I think we all just really like the idea of Scoot Henderson, the number two pick, People are calling him the best guard prospect in the last decade. They talked about how he could be a number one pick in a lot of other NBA drafts. If the Hornets don't get the number one pick, this at least is that caliber player, right? Like maybe this is more closely resembling an Alonzo Mourning, maybe in a Mecca Okafor. Dwight Howard was going to be the number one pick there, but maybe in a Mecca Okafor, not the MKG. There's another second overall pick I'm, I'm forgetting, I think. But this is more so the, okay, cool. Like, we don't get Wimby, but this is a great spot. How would we feel if Brandon Miller was the selection? David, we'll start with you. If Brandon Miller would end up in a Charlotte Hornets uniform, how much of a disappointment would it be, and how much would it take you to get over that with Brandon Miller here in Charlotte? 
Yeah, I'm hopeful it would take about the same amount of time it took me to get over not getting the number one pick and then realizing we may be able to get Scoot. I, I know that sounds weird, but like this is an interesting scenario because Brandon Miller, I, I think, is still going to be a very good player. I think if they got either one of those guys, it will be a good addition to this team just for he checks so many boxes. And and I mean, I think that's that's why it's reasonable when you see some of these mock drafts to see him going to the Hornets at two because the fit is really perfect. You know, he's that big, long-rangey wing. He can shoot. He can guard multiple positions. If you start talking about him playing the two with Lamelo, that's a freaky tall backcourt that they've never had here. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's mm -hmm. just something that would – I think the initial uh, shock or the initial disappointment of not getting Scoot would be real uh, because I think us Scoot believers, you know, see him as just that special of a player. Um, but it shouldn't be – to the detriment of, you know, the potential that Brandon Miller has too, because I think he's going to be a, a good player in this league. We just feel like the the ceiling and maybe the excitement for Scoot is, is mm -hmm. a little bit higher, but I mean, they're going to add a good piece in either one of those guys. And it's it, it, it any other year, it would feel like, you know, lip service a little bit, but I really think Brandon Miller's is going to be a, a good player in the league. What would be your disappointment level, Doug? I would certainly be disappointed, but if you want, since we have three three scooters here on the show, I can pretend to be the guy that wants to take Brandon Miller and doesn't want that. to take Scooter. You would love that. Well, I can, you can just, I can yeah, I can, can I, you know I studied report. I studied theater um, both in high school and college. <laughs> um, so like I can do it, you know, I can just like transform, right? You ready? Okay. Yep. Let's see it. Guys, Brandon Miller is the obvious pick here. And I don't even think it's close. It's it's not Scoot Henderson. Mm -hmm. I'll get into the negatives in just a moment, but let's start with the positives, okay? On Brandon mm -hmm. Miller, the fit is not only good, it's absolute. The Hornets have been looking for two things for a very long time. Number one was a center, a defensive center that could lock down the paint. They finally found that. Now it's time for the Charlotte Hornets to find the other thing they've been searching for, and that's a lockdown defender on the wing, somebody that can guard the other team's best player. Is Brandon Brandon Miller at that point right now? No, but he absolutely can get there. He's an active on-ball defender. He's got the lateral quickness to defend multiple positions, and it would take some pressure off some of the other guys that have been miscast, like Miles Bridges if they bring him back, or P.J. Washington. Take pressure off of those guys to play against that best uh, offensive player on the other team and allow them to do what they do best on the offensive end of the floor. So he's got the defense, because we talk about the shooting all the time with Brandon Miller, but let's talk about the defense. This guy is going to be an amazing defensive player on the other end. Uh, unlike, I think, Scoot Henderson, who has issues in terms of, yes, he's got the, he's got the wingspan, but look, 6'2 is 6'2. You can't change that. There are going to be players in the NBA that are able to shoot over the top of Scoot. They're going to shoot over Scoot. You're not going to shoot over Brandon Miller, okay? Bottom line, that's it. Brandon Miller should be the pick number two overall. All right. So this is the problem, though, because I don't know what part of that real Doug believes. And I'm back. Oh, God. Oh, what? What? I blacked out there for a minute. What happened? What did I say? And so. So, yeah. Welcome. Um, it's whoever that was just discussed how there was like pretty much all defensive potential with Brandon Miller. I, here's the thing. Like, that's I'm ridiculous. That sounds out, absurd. Does it? So <laughs> don't. What are we doing? Yeah, you should have heard it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was this is a real it severance situation 
this guy like you know <laughs> smacked his face and shifted it all over the place and then boom you know, that's right I went, I, that's a, they, yeah i don't need to do this like facial i need to do the severance thing where i just like hit the button and go into the down mm-hmm. the elevator and then when i come back up from the elevator then i i'll do that later in the show i'll, I'll defend brandon later in the show and i'll go down the elevator you, you are the employee warning everyone do not trap brandon miller it's a trap don't do it he doesn't even mean it he doesn't know what he's talking about yeah i don't if if i stay to my true self and don't go into different actor mode with my face shifting capabilities like you do the positives for, Bra- for brandon miller even with me being such a scoot henderson fan one thing just going back over his tape he's actually an awesome passer and that was the thing i was surprised about like or just just going a little bit deeper into it fantastic vision and then you also have the lamello thing where lamello six seven and can see over the defense so he can make every pass brandon miller is like that too the thing with the handle, you know, people are a little worried about the shot creation. I think it's kind of a polarizing skill set for him. It's just a wide handle, right? Like if you see him going over picks and, you know, doing the whole pick and roll thing, I think what you see is it's a little awkward. It's out. It's above his hip. And I think tight defenders are going to be able to snatch that thing. But when he is able to take advantage of you, he can use his big body to get to the rim. He shot a lot better after the first 10 games of the season within three-point range. So there are things to like. I I just, when people want to compare him to a Paul George or Jason Tatum, the actual archetype wing, the player that everybody wants in the NBA, I don't put him there, right? Like I think Chris Middleton is more of an example that I would go with who'd be a great player or very good, right? Multiple time all-star, but not perennial all-star. Maybe even I I heard um, smoke on WFNZ. Good old smoke. Love that guy. He came up with a Danny Granger comparison. Like Danny Granger is pretty decent to me. The OG Paul George. Yeah. Well, and, but also fringe all-star good player. The only reason it it flamed out is because of injuries. I just see more of that with Brandon than I do with the top end ceiling. Are those fair to you, David, or some of those things, um, something that you would welcome here to Charlotte if it did hit? Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. And look, we poo pooed Danny Granger, but he was, he was a good player. I think he would be an addition to this team too. It's just not the, the fireworks. It's not the electricity that you think you're going to get with a, with a Scoot Henderson. Right. But uh, you know, Brandon Miller, um, like you said, or like um, uh, Severance Doug said, um, <laughs> the, the fit is 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 just perfect, right? And that's what a lot of people are seeing now. And, and that's what's going to be interesting over the course of these interviews and workouts in the next few weeks. You know, that's when they're really going to dig down into this guy or into both of their options here and see what's what. Uh, the intangibles are something that you're not as sure about. You know, I, I, I know – just from watching Scoot and seeing a couple of his interviews, he wants to play basketball. He's been a professional basketball player Mm -hmm. for the last two years. And I think he's going to get in that gym and raise everyone else's level. Is that something Brandon Miller can do? Sure. Is that something that he is already built to do? You know, I don't know. So those are the questions they're going to have to figure out talent wise. I mean, it's just a perfect fit, like we said. So that would be something that they, you know, it couldn't hurt them to have him on the roster. Walker, if yep. you need me, if if the people that uh, watch the show or listen to the show need me to defend Brandon Miller's intangibles, I can uh, I can turn Severance Doug back on. I can go down the elevator, come back up. Uh, but we, I know we're running up against time. Maybe we do that in the next segment. All right, yeah, may, maybe we do that. Let's take the elevator ride and see what Severance Doug has to say. Coming up next on the Locked On Hornets podcast. <laughs> 
are we dwindling this choice down to just two players when we should at least be expanding it to three maybe four could there be a rogue pick we'll talk about that in just one moment this episode is brought to you by game time game time is the place for last minute ticket deals forget planning months in advance game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event and you can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football basketball baseball but not even just sporting events you can also get flash deals on concerts comedy theater and even more than that the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price and if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference get images of your seat too before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds just two taps and you're set tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nba for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Rogue Pick Talk coming up next. Locked on Hornets. Is Locked on Hornets. Are we sure that, like, everyone interprets a handful as five? I, I think, think so. so. Honestly, I would I'm, say a handful is normally five, but I would agree. four is acceptable. What's my whole five <laughs> things in my hand? Look, one, this is a pen, a book. I got okay. a phone. Yeah, you're, you guys are actually right. It's getting pretty full. Yeah, I here's know. a cable. Five. Okay, that's five. That's five. And here's right, a coffee cup. What it's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. All right, so we had the conversation about Scoot Henderson, and then we got an appearance from Severance Doug about Brandon Miller. Do we want to go back? I, I, I almost want to hear real Doug's thoughts on how he would feel about Brandon Miller. I don't want Severance Doug. I want real Doug. Okay, if Scoot Henderson wasn't the selection, then how would you reconcile with the fact that it was indeed Brandon? Then maybe we can get to some other prospects here. Uh, too bad you're getting Severance Doug. Here we go. Oh, Hit the no, button. No, don't do it. Oh, oh, damn. I like that one. Oh. So here's the thing with Brandon Miller's intangibles, okay? I don't want to hear about intangibles. First, I like tangibles, okay? I like thing- I like people who do it in the box score, number one. Number two, let's talk about some of these intangibles for Brandon Miller. He's already talked about it a little bit at the Combine. He has seen the end of his career flash before his eyes. Don't you mm. think a guy that's seen that, that's been involved in that kind of situation, would suddenly value every single day of the rest of his life and get okay. in the gym <laughs> and practice his skills okay. and focus on becoming the best player in the National Basketball Association? I think so. He doesn't come in with this overwhelming confidence that is going to derail the rest of his career he knows that he has not promised a tomorrow so he will work today for the charlotte hornets that's brandon miller wow somebody's somebody's angling for an agent's job what the what the hell was that oh no it was fine (laughs) somebody just gave us uh it's not about today it's about tomorrow speech and it was it was glorious in brandon miller's defense um Okay, so that's Severance Doug's thoughts. We have four people on the show today, and we appreciate everybody joining, including you, helping us reach 4,000 Wait a minute, wait a minute. Severance Doug tried to turn that into a good situation? Oh, my he did. God. Crazy. I know. It was nuts. Um, all right. Here's, here, here's the other prospect that maybe you could see here in Charlotte, right? Because Scoot Henderson, Brandon Miller, those have been the options, and this will continue to be the debate. But is there a possibility for an Amen Thompson to be in the conversation. So 
at WFNZ, we have the garage door guru text line crib. I hope I get some money off that. Yeah. So the garage yeah. door guru text line, we have a whole bunch of people writing in scoot, Brandon Miller, yada, yada. But I would say out of 100%, maybe five to 7% will give a little amen Thompson mention. Can there. I get a amen? Yeah. Yeah. Little amen Thompson. Just, Oh, what about him? Hey, that's the guy we really should be paying attention David, any shot at this being a rogue pick and being anybody else outside of Brandon or Scoot? I love that move because it says, hey, I think a little bit deeper than, than <laughs> the regular right. guy, right? Like everyone pick. else. Yeah, I like that move a lot. Uh, it's a great water cooler move. It's a great move at the bar. You know, yeah, yeah, those guys are good, but what about this guy? And he's the one I've been watching. Uh, no, that would be horrible. What you were saying before, if <laughs> – <laughs> would you be disappointed yes if they take anybody other than those two guys the top then then we'll have cause for concern on draft night i mean that would be mm. uh an outright you know it, there would be some rage felt in the streets but uh but i mean that would be the guy okay if we want to play that game it would be i guess it would be amen Do we go amen or amen it's I guess amen. You could go either way amen. Okay, it's amen. Amen. okay um <laughs> <laughs> Intriguing prospect, just just on a different tier, you know, just on a different tier than Scoot and, and Brandon, I think, for me. So uh, that would be, unless you know, again, the workouts. Who knows, guys? But I think you're 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 starting to get in trouble there if you go outside these two guys. Well, with Amin in particular, he's not even on a different tier. He's on a different timeline because Amin is is going to be more of a project than either one of those guys. And so I think mm. if it were any other team than the Charlotte Hornets, who desperately want to make the playoffs asapsually, then I think that you could make a rogue pick argument. But with the Charlotte Hornets, I think this really has to be Scoot or Brandon. Brandon needs to put some weight on, but but he's, you know, I mean, he'll play a role next season if he's the pick yeah. and then probably take a more lead role in the following season or the season after that. So we're not talking about a Kai Jones kind of situation, which I think you would be talking about a little bit with Amen in, in that we, we just, you know, the athleticism is obviously there um, and, and he could be, I mean, he might be the most athletic person in this draft. So like the tool set is there the the shooting is not there at all uh, right. with Amen. So, you know, a, a lot, a, a lot of things that you, you have some questions about it. And I think a team that's on a different timeline than the Charlotte Hornets mm -hmm. would be better suited to to have him on board. No, Amen is is also a six seven point guard. By the way, that would be a pretty awesome backcourt just with the aesthetics of having both of those mm -hmm. guys there. But also, he's got great vision too. I mean, those passes to the corner from the top of the key and driving are crazy. So Amen would be fun, but also not the right pick. But here yeah, but I mean, overall. and think about it though. I mean, we think back to last year, right? All the noise was uh, Jabari, 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 and then what? Like I don't know, four hours before the draft. <laughs> That's when the the Palo stuff started to come out loud. This is a different scenario, but it's weird yeah. for the Hornets to be in the two spot and really the draft start with them. I mean, you see this sometimes, but like that's where it really starts, and they can still get a, a impactful, you know, uh, perhaps a future All Star player. Uh, but you know that I just don't see those two. Those two have been in the conversation for so long, right? Uh, mm -hmm. It's been that we started to hear this Brandon Miller buzz around March. He could be the second pig, yada, yada, yada. Um, but it's those two guys. So I think there had to be a lot of movement and a lot of stuff going on between now and the draft, which is not that far away, by the way, uh, for someone else. Just to sneak inside in a month. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't I don't think it's Amen or Cam Whitmore or Jairus Walker or any 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 guys like that that we should be thinking about in terms of rogue pick. I think it okay. should be I think it should be no, Victor Webanyama. You know, everybody <laughs> thought it was going to be Jabari last season, right. and then all of a sudden it became Paolo right at the last minute. So let's, you know, I know everybody thinks that Victor's the obvious number one, but until until mm-hmm. we get a Woj tweet or until someone from the Spurs makes it official, Wimby to Charlotte at number two. They did draft Josh Primo at 12, so it's anything is possible with the Spurs <laughs> oh, at this point. They geez. could they could they could take they could take uh, Scoot Henderson number one. Now, Doug, if if Wimby fell to two, would you trade that number two <laughs> overall pick to Chicago to get Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan to make the playoffs asapshly, as you put it? Well, 100 percent, because you don't want the falling yeah. star at that point. Right. No, I mean, Victor, don't. if Victor goes <laughs> to two, we've been there, we've been there. <laughs> you Because look, you you desperately want Victor at, at number one. Right. I mean, we wanted it so bad. You could see it on the broadcast and live broadcast. We wanted the mm-hmm. chance to have that generational talent. Victor Wimanyama. Take him at number one overall. But if he goes to number two, then it's like, well, why is he at number two? <laughs> this is this is like draft right. day when Bo Callahan falls. Why didn't he go to his birthday? Why <laughs> did Wimby have all of his teammates go to his birthday or did everybody hate him enough to the point where they didn't go and now he's going to cause locker room drama and now the Spurs got word of it. They're going to take Scoot Henderson instead and then here he is in Charlotte messing up our locker room. No, no, sir. Yeah, no. Welcome Amen Thompson instead of Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> That's right. Two. You don't want second French fiddle. Okay. Mm-mm. You don't. You That's don't right. want that at all. Um, all right. Let's go to the next segment. Coming up next on the Lockdown Warriors <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we'll continue to talk a little bit about the trade but also a a potential trade by the way but also we'll talk a little bit about the 35th anniversary for the charlotte hornets i did come up with a top 30 player list that was pretty criticized do we update it and then just leave myself open for more criticism we'll get to that in just a moment this episode is brought to you by prize picks a fantasy sports app or website where you can pick two to six players and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry there's no competing against other people it's just you versus the projections available and i mean they have projections on every sport you can think of that includes the big three the nba nfl mlb nhl with the stanley cup championship about to happen in just a moment really after these conference finals are done soon with the canes going down 03 but also wnba esports nascar <laughs> tennis mma boxing, yeah absolutely <laughs> locked on nhl baby download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports first-time users can receive a 100 percent Instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit 100, Prize Picks gives you 100. If you deposit 50, Prize Picks gives you 50. You get the idea. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. One more segment to go Locked on Hornets. This is Locked on Hornets. To start this off, we all know about LeBron and how he built a school and it got a lot of fanfare. By the time 2019 closes, Bismack Biombo is planning to have six. Schools. Take that, LeBron. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Doug, before we get to the 35th anniversary, did you want to spend more time on that potential trade? Because when we posed it yesterday... And we got to the comment section. It was a resounding, how about no, Dr. Evil style. Everybody when we knew. proposed 
when, when we proposed the DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine for number two pick, we also threw some first round picks coming back and then we'd have to match the salary. So we're talking about Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, stuff like that. Um, people still saying, no, thank you. I don't, I didn't see one. Yes. To be honest with you, but you think people should keep an open mind. <laughs> well, propose is a strong word. I don't know if I proposed any kind of trade. Um, I was, oh I'm not advocating, I'm not advocating for any kind of, I'm not advocating for any kind of trade. What I'm saying is the Hornets should, uh, explore all available options to add talent to this team. And yes, sure. I think I think fans should keep an open mind, but I understand that they are not going to keep an open mind because everyone loves the top three pick. I mean, people have a special affinity to top three picks because there is the potential to change your franchise for the next decade. And so I understand that, but at the same time, top three picks go wrong. And I think Hornets fans should be especially attuned to draft picks going wrong. I know most of our draft picks go wrong in the like, you know, nine to 12 range, but look, Darko Milicic happened. Sam Bowie happened. Like there are top three picks that seem like sure bets that all of a sudden go wrong. And so if you have the option to get talent that has, as an NBA GM and and scouts, you know that, that that's talent, that that's not going anywhere barring injury. You're going to get a few years of either, uh, you know, fringe all-star or all-star level impact, and you can add draft assets. I think you absolutely have to explore that. And I would just say finally that I'm very, very sick. I am a sicko, and I haven't seen the Hornets win in a long time. And if you told me that they could get a six seed next year, and, you know, I would there would be a lot that I would do for that for that Klondike bar. So I'm very yeah, sick. The, the, the thing to me that I would actually keep an open mind about is Jalen Brown. So now that the Boston Celtics are, you know, away. So hold on. We're 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 OK with DeRozan and Levine, but not Jalen Brown. You yeah. want me to keep an open mind? I try to throw you a bone and then you fart noise. My Jalen Brown. <laughs> uh, I should, I should honk. I should honk a uh, big red nose noise. Honk, honk, Cause that's Jalen clown. I mean, get out of here okay. with this guy. I mean, he, he just completely floundered okay. in the playoffs. I mean, come on. Okay. Can't shoot. All can't dribble. Fault. All his fault. He was get their best player in the NBA finals well. last year. No, that was last that. year. What about this year? <laughs> well, that's what's... We'll see. They won a champion. We'll oh, hey, did they win a title me. last year? They won a title <laughs> last year. <laughs> Let me uh, check. Bring me Severance Doug back. I want Severance Doug. Yeah, where where is he? Take the elevator ride. Um, uh, okay. Jalen Brown is an absolute All NBA level talent, and if the Hornets have the opportunity to add him, then you got to do it. Listen, you have to explore every opportunity, and I mean every single opportunity to make this team better. And there's just no doubt about it. Jalen Brown would do that. <sighs> anyway, all right. Thank no you. Jaylen Thank Brown. you, Severance <laughs> Doug. It was crazy. You should hear what you should have heard what he had to say. Um, all right, 35th anniversary being celebrated in the upcoming season, or see, yeah, the yeah. upcoming season for the Charlotte. Yeah. It's crazy because it does not feel like five years ago <laughs> when I hopped on this podcast. Feels like ten years ago. I know it is. It's crazy. So <laughs> that was that was my first year hosting Locked On Hornets, and then so oh, right man. off the bat, we did a top thirty uh hornets list of all time and so i had some regrets and i was waiting for this moment <laughs> but it's coming up it's coming up i get to redeem the top 30 list with yes 
a top 35 Charlotte Hornet list of all time. And I am so excited to get this thing going. Man. Well, I'm ready. Well, I don't, I don't, that, that I don't, oh, be... David, I don't, I don't think it's a coincidence that Walker goes to work for the flagship Hornet station yep, and sure. the Hornets give Walker an opportunity here to redeem a list that was, oh. that was as attacked as my Chicago Bulls trade proposal. Okay, go on, Dave. <laughs> I think, moved. Yeah. I think you just gave them their 35th year, their 35-year anniversary slogan, I've had some regrets. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte Hornets at 35 years. I mean, print the t-shirts. What are we doing? Well, I, I want I want the franchise video to be released on their Twitter handle with the guy wearing a Svee Mikhailuk jersey looking up, going like this, bent guy, over. Yeah. I've had some regrets just like this and then boom <laughs> the banner is there and then you are ready to go for the 2023-24 season everybody is excited including you doug how excited are you for the 35th we, year anniversary i mean can we get serious for a second like oh, no. shouldn't yeah i'm just sick and tired of this franchise constantly leaning on nostalgia like shouldn't this franchise Whoa. focus focus for just a second Nada is somewhere saying yes my spirit animal doug branson well uh, that's fine i'm i'm, I'm good to channel nada on this particular issue mm-hmm. because i think they should focus on making some actual history instead of celebrating uh to constantly celebrating their history to do this after the 30th mm-hmm. anniversary is beyond absurd and i don't know if you saw this but they they did a whole celebration that involved a museum and uh, the, uh, I believe it was the the, the city's museum, the, the history, mm-hmm. the Charlotte History Museum. And they they made a jersey in honor of this 35th anniversary to give to the museum. And they misspelled museum on the jersey. So that's just, you know, amazingly wow. on brand. But, but seriously, like we shouldn't be doing this after that. The 30th meant something. You know, that it's like, all right, 30 years, three decades. That's a long time. 35, that doesn't mean anything. I'm 36 years old. Nobody's celebrating me. Well, look, the Heat are celebrating their 35th anniversary this year, and look what it did for them. So, I mean, that's fine. They have history. They have championships. They have they have <laughs> Hall of Fame talent. In fact, they have Alonzo Mourning. They have and, one of and, our and, Hall of Fame talents. And I think the Hornets deserve some credit in that, uh, you know, in that success. I mean, we basically they should. Se- in fact, yeah, they should. Instead of celebrating the Hornets' 35th anniversary, they should celebrate the Miami Heat's 35th anniversary. <laughs> All right. So, so real quickly. Because you know how like different anniversaries, you get different gifts, you have different mm-hmm. themes, paper, or whatever. I, I honestly, it's the only one I even know. I don't even golden anniversary, whatever. I don't know all of them. I looked up 35 and traditionally the 35th wedding anniversary is marked in both the UK and the US with a gift of coral. So, you know, I'm a fish guy. Maybe I can put up some coral somewhere and we can celebrate the wow. 35th year anniversary by going down the top 35 player list and then bring in some fish stuff like we at Shark Williams. Congratulations. You're a top 35 Hornet already. Gobi Martin, not the real. No, not <laughs> Caleb Martin, who is playing out of his mind. But we can go with Gobi Martin. Wrong Maybe twin. we can do some of that as well. That's what uh, that's what we can celebrate. You're 35, Doug. Does that not get you excited? I just a six seed. That's all I want. I just want to say I'm sick. I'm sick, Daddy, and I need a six seed. That's all I want. Oh, that just, was weird. Just give it to me. Just give it to me. <laughs> Okay, that'll do it for Locked On Hornets. Thanks to everyone for joining us. And thank you to everyone also for subscribing to the YouTube channel, Locked On Hornets. It's very easy to do. Oh, is this Severance, Doug? (laughs) 
Oh, is he? He's just gone. He's just he just left. He's hey. out. All right. So that is that is Doug Branson leaving the show. Thanks again to David Walker. You can find him on Twitter at David B. Walker and Shoot Henderson, S-H-O-E-T, Shoot Henderson. I'm just going to keep stalling and make Doug crouch the whole time and see if his knees give out. Thanks again for hopping on, making us your first listen. (laughs) We're free and available anywhere you get your pods, including YouTube. Uh, Make sure you catch Game to Game. They cover every game from across the league with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game across the NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back with you tomorrow. All right, Doug.